If you're feeling stressed out and you got a big frown, listen to our show and slow the fuck down. Welcome to Slow the Fuck Down Show. Time to take a break from your fast-paced life. I'm sensuality coach Casey Hall. And I'm trauma healer Elizabeth Menzel. Each episode, we choose a theme and explore different stories, skills, and songs to help you deal with the cluster cuss that is life and the ongoing stress of the pandemic. On today's episode, Slow the Fuck Down with Gratitude, Deep Dive Edition. Get cozy, grab your favorite beverage, and soak in our soothing support. By the end of the show, you'll walk away with practical skills that actually work. We love the magic of gratitude so much that we wanted to do another episode about gratitude this November 2021. But then we re-listened to the 2020 Slow the Fuck Down with Gratitude episode and realized it's pretty perfect as it is. So we are going to listen along with you and share our insights and highlights as we go. Here is your deep dive into Slow the Fuck Down with Gratitude. So today we're going to explore how cultivating gratitude or a state of thankfulness can have positive effects on your health, self-worth, relationships, and even your finances. And of course, I'll be weaving in the neuroscience of gratitude. So many issues can get healed by practicing gratitude. So if you're feeling unworthy, having trouble sleeping, or experiencing pain, anxiety, or depression, we dedicate today's podcast to you. Yes, and along the lines of gratitude, of course, Thanksgiving is coming up, and that happens to be one of my favorite holidays. Despite the shitty origin of the holiday, my family has always viewed it as a time where we get to spend time with loved ones, eat delicious food, and just give thanks. And each Thanksgiving, my favorite part is when we go around the table and we say grace. And it's really cool because each person goes around and shares what they're thankful for. And before we do this, I always run around and I put the aluminum foil over all the food because I know it's going to take about 20 minutes. <laughs> I hate when the food's cold, but I love it so much. I just accept that that's part of it. And it's so neat because as each person shares what they're thankful for, everyone else is just fully focused on them. And the sharing of gratitude creates this space for emotions to come through. That's when you hear a lot of the, gosh, I'm, I'm really thankful for my health this past year. I just love you guys so much. I think that's why it's my favorite part is there's, there's nothing else. It's just each person sharing what they're grateful for. So beautiful. I love that tradition. And, you know, we started a tradition on the first Friday night of the lockdown back in March. Happened to be my birthday. So we started a game night that has gone every single Friday night ever since. And if you jump on in the first half an hour, you get to share your wins of the week. And that's a great focus of um, looking towards the good parts, being grateful. And, you know, sometimes people come to the call and they're like, oh, I can't I can't think of any wins. And I'm like, are you breathing? <laughs> <laughs> Winning. <laughs> a lot of people reading this Friday. Like you gotta look for the gratitude where you can. So I'm I'm glad that you have that experience of your family getting together to do that. And and I love doing that in any any way that you can do it. I am all for people doing it. 
And, you know, that game night went for 50 Friday nights straight and was really a highlight. And I'm so grateful that we gave that to ourselves throughout the pandemic. And now we still meet about once a month on Zoom with the same people and play games. And it's still so much fun. <laughs> I love that. And, you know, I know so many people are bummed that they can't get together in person over the holidays. And I understand why you're really upset if you can't to get together with your loved ones. But think about if this pandemic had happened 15 years ago, mm. we wouldn't be able to just jump on Zoom and see each other and be together in that way or, or on FaceTime. We didn't have all of these amazing ways to visually connect. So while we can't connect in person, and I know a lot of you have Zoom fatigue and phone fatigue, and you're sick and tired of meeting that way, I'm giving some extra gratitude that this exists. I mean, I was planning on a Friendsgiving this year, and then COVID got bad again. And so we are each making one part of the meal, and then we're putting it outside on our table at a certain time <laughs> and, and in portions. And our friends are coming to pick it up and drop off their part of the meal. And we're doing um, a Great British Baking Show style bake-off <laughs> where four of them are competing. And then one of my friends and I are the judges. <laughs> we're going to do the whole thing over Zoom. And I'm just so grateful that we still get to be together and still get to spend the holiday together and do this. I really love that this is how you and your friends chose to spend Thanksgiving last year. And now this year, so many people are in different situations. Some people are able to meet in person and some people are still doing it virtually. So uh, I love the, the creative idea here of how regardless of where you are, and what your comfort level is that you're able to find a way to connect with people and share gratitude for the holidays. Dale always goes home to Texas for Christmas. We hardly ever spend a Christmas together. Sometimes I'll go with him, but most of the time I don't. So I'm used to spending Christmas holiday without him. And for Christmas 2020, none of us were traveling because of the pandemic. And we spent four hours on Zoom with his family and we laughed the entire time we had such a blast and i was just so grateful that we could all connect at all <laughs> we all were and honestly it was one of the most stress-free hilarious love-filled time we all got to have together and it's a really fond memory for me and it's honestly it's my favorite christmas memory since i've been with dale just because of uh, the ease and the togetherness that we were able to feel. I think, you know, like last year, now we're another year further into it and people do have Zoom fatigue and are really sick and tired of not being able to connect in person with the ease that we've all been so used to for our whole lives. Gratitude is about focusing on what you can have instead of what you can't have. And that's not just a pithy saying, it's a real practice. So shifting your focus to, well, hey, what can I come up with? What can I do? Opens your heart and puts you in that space of gratitude so that you can connect and you can still create beautiful memories together with the people you love. We just come up with a, a fun way to do it. You know, these circumstances force us to be really creative so that we can make the connections we want to make. 
Yeah, I love that. And I love your clever way of coming up with uh, ways to still make Thanksgiving work. Uh, we are, we normally have anywhere from like 10 to 20 some people. Our Thanksgivings are huge and we've had to really cut it down this year. We don't even know, you know, to the extent to which we will be meeting. Uh, but I love that reminder of the blessing of having the technology to connect in some way. Oh my God. I mean, I remember being a kid and watching the Jetsons and being like, wow, I wonder if we'll ever be able to see each other when we talk on the phone. And here it is, right? <laughs> Casey and I are across town, but we're totally seeing each other. We get to be together almost every day for our meetings and prep for our podcast and, and our workshops. And it's magic. I'm sincerely very grateful. I'm grateful for all of the ways we can connect now. It's faster. There's more ways than ever before in the history of mankind. So we're really lucky. I'm very grateful. And I'm genuinely bummed that I'm not going to be able to have the big Thanksgiving that we used to. Um, and I know my family is too, and I know it's really hard for them. One thing that I found is a, a soothing thought around all of that too, is that this is temporary. That's a great way to look at it, Casey. Thanks for bringing that in. It's one holiday season out of all of your holiday seasons. When your brain actually hears that the upset is finite, it allows you to be able to be with it more easily. Because when, when bad things happen, part of what the brain does is it goes on high alert. And one of the fears that comes up is, it's going to be this way forever. Oh, no. But when you tell your brain, you know what? This is temporary. This is just one holiday season and we're going to get through it. And by next year, it's probably going to be different and better. You can do it. You can, you can do it for one holiday season. Mm. And it's, it's really yeah. helpful. So slow down fans, take a moment and just kind of reflect back on how things were for you last year and how things will be this year. Even if it's not a hundred percent what you want it to be, see if you can find the little ways in which you're grateful for what it can be. Absolutely. And you know, now we're on our second holiday of the pandemic and some changes have been made. Some people are feeling safer to be in more contact and move around more. And then people like me, we're not. <laughs> so Dale, is going home for Thanksgiving and Christmas this year, and I'm staying here. And that's just a conscious choice we've made to honor our own internal needs and level of safety that we feel inside of ourselves. Please don't feel sorry for me because I am 100% fine being alone for the holidays. I've done it before and I actually meditate and I don't feel lonely at all because I do have the choice of being alone or being with others. So this is a conscious choice. I know everybody doesn't have that choice. So whatever circumstances you find yourself in this holiday season, do your best to feel as connected as possible to yourself and those you love. And it's still finite. Yes, it is the second holiday season <laughs> that we are uh, dealing with the pandemic and we still need to keep ourselves safe. And it isn't forever. It is finite. The changes keep happening. So, you know, everyone has to make their own decision to do what they need to feel safe and to connect in the ways that feel ethical and loving and right for them and their families and loved ones. 
Beautifully said. I, I love the permission in that. Thank you. Because then, like me and my friends, it frees you up to come up with creative new ways to connect. Instead of focusing on, I can't connect the way that I'm used to, it's, oh, how can I connect? How can I make this work? And you become solution-oriented instead of problem-oriented. So gratitude forces us to focus on the positive side of life. Our brain is automatically redirected to paying attention to what we have instead of focusing on what you don't have. And you know, that's also a very attractive quality, <laughs> right? People who feel happy, feel more positive, are looking on the bright side. They're more fun to be around. <laughs> that is the truth. So it's that attractive quality, attraction energy, law of attraction, like part of manifestation work is that same thing, feeling really grateful for what is, looking towards what you have instead of what you don't have, because that's how you get more of it. I've heard a lot of people say like, oh, I've done a gratitude practice and it didn't work. Well, let's look at two things here. One, you actually have to feel grateful in your heart. You have to be sincere. It has to be real gratitude. And then two, you have to do it enough. You have to practice often enough. So maybe you're feeling the quality is low. You're not really sincerely feeling it in your heart. Or maybe it's the quantity is low. Maybe you're not saying thanks and giving thanks enough times. Because remember, we make new neural pathways to healthy thoughts and behaviors through repetition. So the more you're grateful, the stronger the neural pathway to gratitude becomes, the more you're able to feel grateful. Like Oprah says, it is not happiness that brings us gratitude. It's gratitude that brings us happiness. So that practice of gratitude actually makes your brain wired to feel grateful and positive. I hate doing the dishes. It's like one of the things that I really don't like doing. And so one of the ways that I have found to make that easier and then also bring more gratitude into my day is when I unload the dishwasher. And as I'm putting each cup away or each piece of silverware away, I find one thing that I'm genuinely grateful for. And so a lot of times it starts off like, very simple, accessible thing. So I'm thankful for this cup. I'm thankful that I had a good night's sleep. I'm thankful for the bagel that I had on this plate the other day. I'm thankful for my really cool iridescent rainbow sparkly silverware that makes me happy. I'm thankful for my yard that I love to go outside and put my feet on. I'm thankful that I get to meet with Elizabeth today and do the love school and teach women how to love themselves. So you can hear my voice as I go through each item and I'm putting it back in its proper place. The gratitude is feeling more and more and more alive. And I can actually feel it in my body go from this like, meh, I'm doing this just because I have to, and this is part of my gratitude dishes to at the end of it, by the time I get to the bottom rack and I'm halfway through that, I'm genuinely, I, I, I've shifted into a mindset of gratitude and I can feel the difference in my body. And then from that point forward, the rest of my day is just set. Well, at a psychological level, gratitude conditions the brain to filter the negative and focus on the positive. And it enhances your ability to love yourself, to feel empathy towards others. It actually produces more dopamine, more serotonin, reduces anxiety, 
and reduces depression and elevates your mood. It's magic. And look, you can do it just unloading the dishwasher, something you have to do every day anyway. I always say like, make your energy practices a practical part of your everyday life. Connect them to things you're already doing. It makes it so much easier. It is, I know. A 1998 study on gratitude and appreciation found that participants who felt grateful produced less cortisol, the stress hormone, had better cardiac function, and were more resilient to emotional setbacks and negative experiences. I love that word. I love the word resiliency. I love cultivating resiliency. I'm a very resilient person. I've been through years and years and years of trauma and abuse, and now I'm happier than ever. So resiliency is an important energy frequency with me. And you know, like you said, it's hard at first. At first, you might feel kind of negative and feel like, oh, I don't even want to do this. But what happens with more and more practice as you build those neural pathways is you ultimately create a change in the brain's structure and function. And it makes it easier for you to access positive feelings. And then gratitude and happiness become your new set point. So where for me, depression or anxiety, you know, being really fearful and nervous and always focusing on the negative, that was my normal. That was my set point. And now my set point is gratitude and happiness. That that change has happened in me. And then you just, you primarily just feel pretty good as a matter of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, thinking about this makes me think of my grandma. And my grandma, was, she was difficult to be around. What I know now is that she was a very traumatized person. And obviously she didn't have therapy. She didn't have the tools that we have access to to heal that trauma. And she always focused on the negative. And she was really hard on my grandfather and hard on us and tense. When she walked into the room, you could feel the tension in the air go up and everyone's ears go to the shoulders, you know? Everyone just got more tense around her. Yeah. And I remember even as a child, of course, I didn't know about the importance of gratitude, didn't have a gratitude practice, but I noticed her ingratitude. She always complained about not having a big fancy house and not being super rich. And I thought she had a nice house. And my grandfather built a large part of their house and it was so unique and lovely and beautiful. And she got to redecorate a lot. And like me, she was very into the energy flow of the home and how things move in the home. And so her house always looked beautiful and had this flow and felt good, but all she could do was complain about it. And then when I moved away to Los Angeles and my mom and I were really poor and living in a two bedroom apartment with two other families, you know, then I'd go back to visit her in a house that I thought was nice and secure. And she was still complaining about it and putting it down. So I really saw how the negativity bred the negativity and how her lack of gratitude for the abundance she had kept her from manifesting more abundance. I think there can be this belief that if you're grateful for what you have, then you're not going to get more. Exactly. And it is the total freaking opposite. When you are grateful for what you have, it opens up your energy. 
which opens your receiving channels, which attracts more to you. Here's that manifestation coming in again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. The more open you are, the more you can receive. She was closed. She was so shut down that when you got around her, you felt shut down. You know? But you know, that's what trauma does. In an attempt to protect yourself and to keep out the bad, you end up keeping out the good too. A block is a block is a block. It blocks the bad. It blocks the good. Mm -hmm. So you repel from you the very thing that you want. She wanted her family around all the time, but her negativity repelled us. She wanted more riches, but her ingratitude repelled her from getting more right? And then that ties into I don't deserve it and low self-worth and poor me and can keep you really locked in victim consciousness. I know because I was locked in victim consciousness for much of my life due to my trauma. And you can feel so stuck in that place. It's a dark place to be in. And gratitude is the exact opposite energy frequency of that victim consciousness. It puts you in the victor and out of the victim. And it can be hard at first to notice something good in your life. I know when I was getting change out of couch cushions to get ramen that was 12 cents a pack because that's all I could afford to eat. Like I, I know how dark it can feel, but damn, be grateful for the quarter you find in the couch. <laughs> There are tons of neuroscience studies about the positive effects of gratitude. And I have so many examples from my real life. We had said we were going to talk about um, how it can even affect your finances. And I have a really cute story about that from when I used to be a bartender at a rock club in Chicago. Shout out to Lounge Axe. One of the bartenders I worked there with said to me one day after working together for about two years, he said, you know, Whenever I work with you, I make more money because we always pooled our tips, right? And I was like, huh, that's interesting. And he's like, what do you do differently? Like, why do you think that is? And I thought about it. And this is, again, still before I had a conscious gratitude practice or knew much about it at all. And I, I went through it and I really thought about it. I was like, well, I'm truly thankful for every tip I get. People don't have to tip me. That's extra. They're not obligated. I'm not entitled to their tip. So if they leave me a quarter, I don't think, oh shit, it's not a dollar. I think, yes, thank you. Another quarter in the tip jar. Listening to that again and, and hearing the story about my grandma and the old story about bartending has made me very teary, both sad and happy tears. Yeah, my grandmother was in such a world of hurt. Her pain was so pervasive. It made everyone around her also hurt and repelled us. And just, you know, thinking about that again is heartbreaking. And had she known about the healing power of gratitude and how shifting her awareness would get her what she wanted, which was keeping her family close to her, she would have done it, but she didn't know. And we didn't know, so she couldn't do it. And I just want to highlight that so that you really hear it and take it to heart. How big of a change in your life you can make by shifting your thoughts and feelings to gratitude. So the heart has 10 times the magnetic resonance of the mind. So it's a good entry point, like Casey was saying earlier, about when she starts loading, unloading the dishes, it doesn't really feel grateful. So that can be an entry point. But then you really want to work your way up 
to feeling sincere gratitude in your heart. And the more you do it, the more you make a neural pathway for it, the easier it will be to feel that sincere, true gratitude. So it takes you slowing down for a moment and allowing yourself to feel the actual emotions and feelings of thankfulness and gratefulness. I feel them in my heart. Like my heart gets a little tickly and <laughs> opens up more. So this other bartender started doing that like right away. Like I watched him implement it immediately and he would look people in the eye if they just left a quarter or whatever and he would smile and say, thank you. And I was uh, starting to study Barbara Brennan back then. I was starting to see an inside energy fields and I could see his heart chakra opening. And a couple weeks later, he said, you know what? We've been making even more money. And I'm like, I know. We were, we just, even on slower nights, because now both of us were doing it and it totally upped our income. That was my first real like proof, I guess, in that way of sincere gratitude working. I mean, when you're sincerely grateful, when you really have that feeling of gratitude, people want to give you more, right? It's automatic when you're ungrateful, people don't want to give to you. But when it's sincere gratitude, so then they leave you a quarter and it's sincere gratitude. And then they leave you a buck and then they leave you five bucks. And then they're profusely thanking you. It's just gratitude builds on gratitude, builds on gratitude, right? We have all these open hearted people. It has been proven to me over and over again, how valuable gratitude is. There's a saying, be thankful for what you have. You'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you'll never have enough. And that has definitely proven true in my own life. Now it's time for our slowdown skills, right after a commercial break and word from our sponsor. Hi, it's me, Elizabeth Menzel, the person who was just talking. If you are feeling tense, overwhelmed, stressed, and who isn't these days, I invite you to the non-linear movement method class. Just go to the happywomanacademy.com slash NLMM class. So now we call that our super slowdown stress release class. Same class where you'll get to learn the nonlinear movement method. And you can try it out that way for 25 bucks. And then you're going to love it. And then you can go to patreon.com slash slow the F down show and become a patron. And at one of the levels, the sloth level, our monthly super slowdown stress release classes are included for free as a bonus gift. It's awesome. So go ahead, check it out, and we'll see you in class the second Saturday of every month. We also call it super slowdown stress release class because that's literally what it does. Elizabeth and I do this practice multiple times a week and it keeps us sane. It's a way to learn what stress feels like inside of your body. Fight, flight, freeze, faint, how we respond to this stress in our body dictates a lot of our actions and how we show up in the world. And so knowing that is one thing, but being able to feel it and learn like, oh, this is what my freeze response feels like and practice that in the safe setting of this class makes it so that I can go out into the world. And when I'm in a situation where my stress response is triggered, I feel what happens in my body and I can go, 
oh, yep, that's freeze. I already know what to do about this. And then I can unfreeze myself. And so it's an invaluable tool set. It's a way to process stress that I've never seen anywhere else. And so if you've heard NLMM or you've heard us talk about the super slow down stress release class, that's what it's all about. And if you're curious, give it a go. And now a word from our sponsor. Hi, Slowdown fans. It's me, Mother Nature. For years, I've been asking you to pay more attention to me, and now it's finally happening. More of you are walking through my trees, fishing in my streams, gardening in my dirt, and meditating on my rocks. I'm so grateful for all of the attention I'm given. Thank you for spending more time with me. Thank you, Mother Nature. And now for our slow down skills. Skill number one that comes to mind when I think about gratitude is called I have to versus I get to. An example, I have to get up this morning versus I get to get up this morning. I have to brush my teeth versus I get to brush my teeth. I have to take a shower versus I get to take a shower. I have to cook breakfast versus I get to cook breakfast. I have to go to work versus I get to go to work. I have to go out with my wife tonight versus I get to go out with my husband or wife or spouse tonight. And so you can kind of feel the difference there in those two. I have to implies this obligation and also feels like it's coupled with this sense of dread and unhappiness. I get to opens you up. It turns I have to brush my teeth into I get to brush my teeth. I get to have running water. I get to take care of myself. I get to have clean clothes, right? Like people complain about the laundry and I'm like, all you got to do is open up a machine and throw some stuff in there. Like you're not really doing that much. Doing laundry is not hard. <laughs> and then when I fold laundry, like I'm going to do after we record this podcast, I put on a movie and I'll just sit there and watch a TV show or a movie and fold all my laundry or I'll do like stretches as I'm folding laundry or I put on great music as I'm folding laundry, I'm like, wow, I get to do it. It's it's almost like a break. You know, and this this skill I really hit home for me. I went to the Amazon. I stayed in the Amazon rainforest in um, Peru and we had a tiny hut and we had no running water and everything was very, very bare and minimal. And I remember the first time I came home, just turning on the faucet and having running clean water available to me any time of day that I wanted, let alone hot clean water, was this like, you know, I'd, I'd always taken it for granted up until that point. Um, and I feel like this practice is such a good way, you know, without shaming yourself for, you know, for having the things that you have to just a, a really great awareness exercise as I'm saying, you know, anytime you catch yourself, oh, I have to blank, changing it to I get to blank. It's a huge mindset shift. Yeah. And hey, if you ever want to feel more grateful, and you're having problems with gratitude, go to a developing nation. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get gratitude real fast <laughs> for the simple everyday things you have. So a skill I used to do when I was new to cultivating gratitude that really worked for me was every night before I went to sleep, 
I had uh, this little pad with my name on it. It was like this little pad of sticky notes my mom gave me. And I would write down on there five things I was grateful for from that day. So I just made this little like list, this gratitude list at the end of every day. And it really worked to help me feel calm and soothed and focused on the positive. Because when you're laying down to go to sleep at night is when your mind can start racing. So if you can take that moment to sincerely come up with five things you're grateful for, and hey, it can be just breathing, right? Like you can keep it simple, especially if things are going really bad for you right now. Focus on my blood's moving through my body. Amazing, right? Like just focus on whatever you can to feel grateful about. And that has really helped me. Now I just do it so naturally. I feel like there's just many times a day I'm giving gratitude. I don't have to set aside that special time because I've cultivated giving gratitude as part of my everyday life. But that's a great way to get you going and make yourself beautiful for sleep, as Isaac Shapiro said. So I just want to say, you know, it's a year later and I still many times a day give gratitude like it is a completely ingrained part of my life it's an ingrained part of my relationship with dale i don't think we go a day without sincerely not in a rote oh we should do this way but in a i want to freaking celebrate you because you're awesome and i am so grateful for you like it's super sincere we celebrate each other every day i love that and i can i can see that so I want to give a shout out to my mom because when I was listening to that skill, um, my mom is really good at getting up in the morning and opening her journal first thing and writing down things that she's thankful for. And I was just talking to her last week and I was like, oh, I want to get in a practice where I'm physically writing out things I'm grateful for. I feel like there, there's something important there. And she's like, oh, I do that all the time. So um, we've started to do this thing where I was like, okay, well, maybe we can send each other something after one of us does the gratitude list and it will just encourage the other person to do it. So we searched through all the emojis in our phone and we found the rainbow one. And that was the one that felt the best. So now as I'm going about my morning, doing my stuff, my phone list go and I see this rainbow from my mom and it is just the, like the best thing in the world. I'm like, oh, right, gotta got do my gratitude practice. It makes a huge difference. It really does and I adore your mom and she's been really active in the Happy Woman Group because it's gratitude month. We make the entire month of November a focus of the healing power of gratitude. So if you're not in there, get in there, Facebook group, Happy Woman. She's been really active commenting and we've had a back and forth about making a gratitude jar, which is something Dale and I used to do, especially when our life was pretty effing hard. Uh, we were going through a lot of financial problems. It was the recession in 2008 and it was rough. So we had a whole bunch of brightly colored sticky notes that we kept out on the counter, the counter that we had to walk past every day to go in and out of our kitchen. And we had this like beautiful clear glass vase there Every day we would write on one of the sticky notes something we were grateful for, fold it up, put it in the jar. And we did that all year. And then we turned the vase over and dumped out all those pretty little notes on New Year's Eve. And we read every single one out loud to each other. Ah, I love that. It was so beautiful. So I'm going to add in that skill of a gratitude jar. It really works. Oh, I think you just gave a lot of people a really cool idea. I'm going to throw down a gratitude gauntlet to our Slowdown fans. For the next week, 
practice just saying thank you and pointing out the positives in the people around you, whether it's a partner, coworker, a friend, and see what changes. Anybody that you see, you can implement this in and just watch, you know, watch their reaction and watch to see how that shifts the dynamics to be a little bit more positive. In fact, and go ahead, you can post about it on our Facebook page, Slow the F Down Show, and let us know how this experiment, this gratitude experiment goes. Gauntlet thrown down. Do it. Go. <laughs> gratitude gauntlet. <laughs> And now for our slowdown playlist. Yay! My slowdown song this episode is Thank You by Led Zeppelin from the album Led Zeppelin 2. And this song opens my heart every time. Casey, what's your slowdown song? James Taylor's How Sweet It Is. Ooh. How sweet it is to be loved by you. That is a sweet song. That is a sweet song. Our Slowdown fan, Renee Duba, says that her Slowdown song is These Days by Nico. Oh, that's such a great song. It's so cool and chill. And we have all of these songs and links to listen to them posted on Slow the F Down Show on Facebook. And leave us your recommendations. Please, we want to hear from you. We want to hear. We keep building our slowdown playlist. We got to have your slowdown song on there too. So Elizabeth, what was your favorite part of today's show? Um, that I had the giggles all the way through it. Well, I always like when we get a little slap happy. I loved all the stories you reminded me of. And I love weaving in neuroscience. That's I'm such a neuroscience geek. That's just how I get excited. I feel thankful for getting to do a podcast about gratitude. Casey, what was your favorite part of today's show? You know, gratitude is one of those things that I, I feel like I've put the most time embodying, mm. like, but the, the most time into embodying and really, really practicing. And I, I loved nerding out on the, the neuroscience piece of this is because it takes it just from a, oh, this is a nice thing to do to like, this is something that is good for your health. It's something yeah. that can improve your finances, yeah. um, help with anxiety, depression, the list goes on and on. And um, I just, I really enjoyed that piece. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. So cool. Slowdown fans, I hope you loved that episode as much as I did. That was awesome to listen to again. Put those skills into practice and increase the gratitude in your life and you will see changes across the board in every single area. Your relationships, your health, your mental and emotional state, your finances. Use gratitude as the magical wand of healing that it is. And Elizabeth and I are immensely grateful for everyone listening to this, everyone who shares our podcast, for your wonderful feedback, our patrons. Oh my goodness, we are so thankful for you and for everyone that we interviewed. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, you contribute so much slow down wisdom and you all do such great work in the world. We are very grateful. Keep doing what you're doing and keep slowing down so that you can keep putting goodness into the world. When we don't give ourselves that chance to slow down, then we, we burn out and we can't put the goodness into the world that we want to. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts to yours. Have a wonderful holiday season and we'll see you on our next episode.
If you love our show, become a patron. You'll get tons of goodies. Go to patreon.com slash slow the F down show and pick the tier that feels best to you. Thank you so much for your love and support. If you're feeling stressed out and you got a big frown, listen to our show and slow the fuck down.